Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's, let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, Survivor fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's April 28th. 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm happy you're here with us tonight for Mike on the Mic with our host, Mike Albright, and he is the number one Survivor fan in all the world, and he's right here each and every Thursday night with great special guests to recap Survivor Korong. And tonight's special guest goes back to Survivor Philippines. And if there was ever a great example of why they should do a season of Survivor that consists of people voted off first, I'd say Zane Knight is it. Because we certainly didn't get to see enough of his gameplay at all. But he's still a huge Survivor fan, and I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about Survivor Korong tonight. And as always, if you've got a question or a comment, you can always call in and chat with Mike and Zane at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. Please do listen to the prompts on the switchboard and remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Now before we get started, let's play a little bit of intro music to bring up our host and make him feel comfortable. Here we go, folks. They have volunteered to be marooned for 39 days. This is their story. This is Survivor. Been, uh, it's been pretty exciting. I uh, I spent Sunday, if you count the week, starting on a Sunday versus the work week. Sunday I was at my sister's dog shelter, 
or dog shelter, uh, a pet store, raising money for a dog shelter. And then this week, just Aww. been, you know, walking my usual stuff. I, uh, I've i lost eight pounds already this week because I had spiked back up. So I'm about three pounds from losing the big 200. So I'm pretty pretty excited and about that. And, you know, dealing with some challenges is something else I'll talk about later on the show. And maybe some of the listeners, if they help, can help, might be able to help out because I had a really bad villainous thing happen. I know we talk about Survivor and it's full of heroes and villains. And something very villainous happened, but we can, you know, talk about that a little later in the show. I'm gonna show for some more moolah from people. So, but I've been good. How are you been, Sherry? I've been good, and and I think we should talk about that a little bit later. I've already helped out, and yes, it breaks my heart that there's people out there like that. And um, I certainly wanted to help out. Um, well, it's greatly appreciated for sure, and we'll talk about the specifics. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully, Zane will be calling in shortly, and and we can talk about last night's survivor. I have to tell you that I was losing my mind last night. Um, our meteorologist had our CBS channel off the air talking about the storm that was not really even in our broadcasting range. It was way away from St. Louis and barely even seeable on our... On the radar, yeah. Our map, and yeah. And he kept Survivor off the air for three quarters of Survivor. Mm, that and sucks. I think you could hear everybody in the local area screaming to get Survivor back on the air. But he just would not do it. And it was such a rural area out there, and there wasn't anything touching down. It was, you know, there was some rotation, but nothing was touching down. It was just ridiculous that they kept Survivor off the air. We went and checked all the other channels. None of the other channels had, you know, they're programming off the air. It was only CBS. Crazy. And you want people to be safe, but there's no reason for that, yeah. Right. You know, I mean, if it was something really scary, yes, absolutely. But when it was something like this, there was absolutely no need for it. You know, mm-hmm. you can put a crawl about, you know, on the bottom of the screen, and that would have been all that was necessary. And... I'm sure they got lots of complaints today. Well, hopefully they did, and they should get them. I, you want people to be safe, but come on. It's the, it's what basically kept CBS around, and it used to be people watching, uh, what is it, Murder, She Wrote, and uh, the Matlock, and now Survivor and some other shows turned it around and made it the number one network, and it's been the number one network for 16 years. And, you know, people were safe. If As long as the other networks for other uh, state, you know, um, you know, as long as ABC, NBC, Fox, whatever, weren't doing the None same thing. None of the other then, ones had their. Yeah. Especially during primetime TV. Crawl. Yeah, from the 8 to 11 primetime slots, that's, that's not only huge for national advertising, but for their own advertising, they could really affect it if they're interrupting broadcasting, so... But it is Tornado Alley, too, so you never know, but that would suck because over here it was raining. I had to do my walk early and drop two pounds, but what happened over here is uh, my my set, my direct TV was, I was losing audio every, like, 45 seconds for, like, a second or two, so it was, like, real choppy. So it wasn't as bad as what you experienced, but, you know, weather really affected us <laughs> poorly, which isn't good. Yeah, you hate it when bad weather rolls in when Survivor's coming on. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's on the screen, and sometimes network. it's in in our lives that the bad weather can affect our ability to watch a show. This season's been kind of interesting. I guess they missed. It hasn't really been because in uh, Cambodia, which was that filmed right after this, it, it was pretty wet. But I I can't recall much rain in this season. I'd have to go back and check my notes. But if it has been, it hasn't been very prevalent. Do you remember much rain this right. season? I, no. I don't. Um, 
But I have seen some survivors where they have really gotten some horrific storms, and I felt so bad for them when they were in those shelters and the lightning and, and downpours that they've endured. You know, it just breaks my heart to see them out there with literally nothing, you know, to shelter them, but, you know, their little tarps and shelters that they've built, um, it's scary. Yeah. It's been some dangerous spots, too. I mean, the you know, the worst thing, one of the most natural disasters ever was that flood they had, and that was just because of excessive rain in Australia. So it's a... It's a real deal. We're lucky there's not been more. I can think. I think it rained every season a little bit, except for maybe um, Africa. And even in Africa, I think it might have rained once. But yeah, even that more arid places. It Guatemala was one of the hottest, but they also had some crazy rains too. Seems to happen every season. Was there any delay with? Uh, did Zane say he'd be in a little later or anything? Or do we want to start the recap? Or I guess I can talk about what happened until he gets here. Or with my with our charity thing, if you want me to uh, utilize some time, I can do that, or we can start the show, or whatever you want to do. Um, I imagine he's probably going to be calling in soon. He knew to press one, right? Or he was understood the process. He's done this before, I think, right? Or before my time, or. Was he a new guest? Or yes, he called in a long time ago. Okay. Just trying to make sure he was aware of what's going on. But pretty good episode, not as good as last week. I know that. It was uh, exciting intrigue and a lot of good drama but you know the la- I think Vlasic was one of the better episodes of this season and this any episode after that would have had its you know challenges repeating that but a lot of interesting things um the f- interesting one one thing I thought was funny that I think Steve Helling put out and that I guess the promo had Mark the chicken in it which I believe that's the first time that that's ever happened I guess he's the 19th character Somehow this scrawny Cambodian chicken has uh, has lasted. I think they're into 30 days, right? I, I'm trying to remember the. I didn't write down the days on my uh, in my notes, but I don't. I can't recall a chicken going this deep in the game. So he might be invited back for a second season if you know. Maybe Mark will Mark will get his shot. <laughs> I don't know. I know I tried to watch um, some of the beginning of the show. I didn't get to watch all of it, but I watched some of the beginning of the show. And as they were taking off in the plane or the helicopter, um, they were saying day 28. So I imagine by the okay. time they made it to uh, tribal council, it probably is around day 30 or so. That makes sense. And we've got six left. And I'm thinking we've got the finales on the 18th. That's I'm kind of interested how they're gonna get the rest of this in because we're down to final six after after last night's episode. I'm just running the numbers. I'm getting a little anxious because CBS announced it. I've got a plane ticket. I'm just trying to think how they're gonna get us down to the finals. I as I imagine the final episode will have four people in it. I guess we'll lose one person next week, one person the next, and we'll go to a final four, which makes me believe. And I you know we're a spoiler free show. That we were probably looking at a final a final four down to a final two for the end, which would be interesting. You know, it's rare occurrence now post Cook Islands for there to be a final two. It's only happened a few times, but with the numbers and the schedule, I think that's what would have to happen. Because we're, you know, 20 days away, so that's you know three episodes. That's my hypothesis with no spoilers plus there's supposed to be another medical evacuation and uh, i'm not sure who that will be my money would be on joe he's just having some more challenges this episode is like he did last time but yeah 
I am. I just sent him a text. So hopefully he'll he'll be calling in soon. Okay. But did you I don't know if you were checking the switchboard or anything. I was just saying it looks like for my math we're gonna eliminate someone next Wednesday, then someone else, and my idea is the finale is gonna have four people from the the way the dates are shaken out and what it appears will happen. So, and I really? think ties and Mark. I think ties and Mark Man. Well, yeah, because I know the finale is on May 18th, because uh, that was announced by CBS. So that gives us two episodes in the finale. So that's what's making me think there'll be a final four people going into the final episode, and I imagine we'll. I think we'll lose two and then go to a final two, and that would mean the jury. I'm trying to count the jurors. If Neil was first. Uh, so we got, or uh, yeah, Neil, Nick, Debbie, Scott, and then Julia gets out, and that would leave. That's five plus four more people would be a jury of nine. So that makes sense. Nine people with a final two. Um, so I think that's what's going to happen. No spoilers. No no pre-existing knowledge. Just. Just what my gut says, and I've lost 197 pounds, but I still got a bit of a gut, and that's what I'm going with. Wow. To lose 200 pounds, that's unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of a lot of dedication and hitting the streets. I think since I've had my Fitbit and for the past uh, probably 10 or 15 days, I've done at least six miles, just really, really pushing it. Yesterday... Um, with what happened, I walked nine miles just because I was so angry, and it was a good way to vent my rage and frustration with what happened with my friend's charity. Um, so, and I had been stagnant for about two days at literally Sherry the exact same weight. Da 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 point eight, and I got on the scale the next day. Da 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 point eight, and I was like, I got on there yesterday, and it literally said the same thing for a third day in a row walking like probably 20 miles over the three days and, you know, doing my normal caloric intake, which is about 1,200 calories. So I got back on that scale, and I have no idea how that worked, but literally I weighed, then weighed again, and I had dropped two pounds. So I don't know if the scale hadn't calibrated correctly or what the deal was with that, but I'm three pounds away, and I'm super excited. I even have a collage ready to... uh, post once it hits because the anniversary of my you know officially starting this process was on may 1st of last year when my friend who is doing her own fundraiser her annual fundraiser suggested hey why don't you do a gofundme you've got a lot of people that care about you and i was like well you know i'm not you know i knew i had a lot of people that cared about me but you know it's hard to think about raising twenty thousand dollars when your insurance says they're not going to help you but so that anniversary is coming up on Sunday, so that's why it's a important day that I'd really like to make my goal by. And I would think I'm going to be close. If not, it's going to be like a day or two after. So, you know, whatever. I guess with that's leap year, amazing. I got an extra now, in day. In one year. Yeah. In one year, you've done this. That's incredible, mm-hmm. Mike. That's just amazing. And, you know, and, was, and probably it, what's happening, too, is you're building muscle. And muscle weighs more than fat, so... And that's part of the challenge. Yeah, my uh, my my quads and hamstrings and calves are pretty ripped, and the rest is too. So yeah, and that's part of it. But there's a lot of lot going. Well, let's in go there. ahead and anytime you're ready, let's go ahead and and, and just start in um, recapping the okay. show. And if Dane calls in, he can jump in where we're at. So that sounds good. Well, we get back from. Tribal Council and just the uh, you know the recap was great. It, it, we did a great recap because last last episode I thought was one of the one of the best we've seen in a while. Just all the excitement and the twists and the turns and but they get back and um, you know Scott goes home. He I, Ty didn't help him out and you know Jason's just you know furious. And uh, Michelle and Julia fell out of loop too because they were also, you know, not part of what happened with the votes as it went down. Um, 
And Ty's like, yeah, it was the little guy taking out the biggest guy. And Aubrey's talking about she's so so happy for you. And then we had a second Ty kiss. Um, I made sure on the rewatch I checked it, but, you know, I think Ty kissed Aubrey on the cheek or something. And, you know, Ty was just saying how happy he was for you. And he said they were talking over him and they wouldn't really help. And then, you know, Jason's, they immediately cut to a scene of Jason. And he's like, you've got to, you know, you guys, he's got to get rid of Ty. Um, it'd be a great move. You'll never see it coming. Um, and even if he, even if he uses his idol, it flushes. And if he, if that happens and Jason knows he would go. So he's talking through that with people. And I think one of the, <laughs> one of the first good lines of many of this episode is, you know, Julia's just so mad because she knows she's by herself with, with Jason at that point. And Ty's like, do you want to know why I voted for Scott? And Julia's just like, I don't care. It's like this 50-year-old Asian gardener talking to this 19-year-old student. And she was just like, whatever, I don't care. And Michelle's freaking out because she feels like she's at the bottom, and but she's gone along with them. And, you know, and Julia's talking about how she supported all the other votes. So they're just kind of in a scramble mode. And then after they get through that, um, Ty's back with Aubrey, and he's, they're talking about how solid he is with Joe and Sydney and, and Aubrey. And they're talking about all voting out Scott felt so great. And Ty's like, there's no switch at all. Now he wants to go for Jason. And then Aubrey's running all the numbers, and she's like, if Jason loses, we get rid of him. And then they'll just have their way after that. And then they cut to a commercial, and then we had Ty going to talk to Jason. And this is one of the um, interesting conversations. And, you know, Ty's such a genuinely good person that it really was hard for him to betray his alliance. And he wanted to talk to Jason about that. And he wanted to, you know, explain what was going on. And the one thing that showed that, you know, Jason's been probably shown as the biggest villain, I think, of this season. And I think he would own that because he intentionally said he wanted to come out and play like Russell Hance. But Ty said he was worried that they were going to kill Mark the Chicken. And I thought it was good that Jason A. didn't kill Mark the Chicken and eat him in front of everybody. And then was like, hey, I wouldn't kill Mark the Chicken. I think we have a pretty good alliance. <laughs> so, you know, Jason's, Jason's at the bottom of the totem pole, and his only ally is a skinny chicken that they haven't eaten because he's Ty's best friend. So at the end of the day, I bet Mark would even possibly turn on Jason as well because Ty's the one that fed him and allowed him to live. Um, and then Jason, getting back to that, you know, and then the funny thing is, Tyus just can't even, you know, be devious. He's like, he's laughing about it. He's like, I'm sorry, this isn't funny. And then, you know, Jason, Jason had a good quote here where he said, you can do everything right and still not win and still lose the game. And I thought that, yeah, you can play the most calculated thing, but, you know, if you haven't earned the jury's respect, it doesn't really matter. And then he also said that Ty's. Ty gave him a half-assed apology, and he wanted revenge. And I think some of the best and most interesting times in Survivor is when someone feels betrayed, and they want vengeance, and they want blood. And Jason wants that really bad. And he didn't necessarily get it this episode, but uh, the next time on Survivor, it was it was showing that it looks like there should be some... Uh, struggling going on with the five strong, and I think there's going to be something else that's going to happen pretty soon once we get through that. But and what parts did you get to see, Sherry? Because I'm I'm, gonna, I'm trying to recap the show, and I don't want to just you know say everything. But if you've got to see certain parts, I want to give you the no, chance go right to talk ahead. about them. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, I get to see bits and pieces of it, so. You got Go to see right more ahead. of your meteorologist talking about weather that yeah. wasn't affecting your viewing area. Exactly. Okay. Well, then we went I to the reward challenge, travel. and uh, <laughs> we had a, a random random drawing for people with seven. So there were three teams of two, and Jason drew the wrong rock. Um, you know, karma kept biting and biting at uh, old Jason, and. Uh, 
He wasn't picked. And the interesting pairings of Joe and Ty, the two oldest guys, uh, Julian Aubrey, who are at this point kind of mortal enemies, and Michelle and Sydney, who have worked together and haven't. So, um, so they're doing these different obstacles together as a pair. And then once they got three rings, they had to then throw them on this uh, tri-hook thing that was swinging. And pretty close. Um, No one really blew ahead at the beginning. They had to, you know, go over and then do this other part, and then they were climbing up on this other thing. And I thought it was interesting, and Probst didn't call tie out on it, but they were the the last stage they had to stick this pole up to get the third ring. And tie, there was a structure to make sure people didn't fall because it was up in the air. And Ty climbed up on it. So I, I didn't know if he had asked about that, but Probst didn't even say, like, hey, you can't stand there. It was just uh, it was just an interesting interesting thing there. But they're throwing it, and Sydney, Sydney got the first one, the first ring to land. And then Ty had been throwing. He had some trouble. Uh, so Joe took over, got two rings on, and then luckily Sydney got back into it and got the three rings, and they got their reward which uh helicopter partners right huh sydney and michelle were partners right yeah michelle and sydney were together so they got on the reward and they got to pick somebody so probes uh made it made it challenging for them and they they chose to go with aubrey um because they said she hadn't had much reward yet and that was people were going all over that on twitter like neil's like she just ate like she's had food but they took her, and it was this great picnic. They took a helicopter and had a fried chicken dinner with corn and apple pie and soft drinks and wine. Um, and, and I wasn't – the chicken looked kind of interesting. They were cutting into something, and it didn't look like anything Jeff had listed. But one of the, the – after the commercial break, they went over to that, and uh, everyone's really excited. And it was interesting. There was one beauty, one brain, and one brawn girl. Um, and they land – and they're doing the chicken dance, and they get there at the picnic, and I'm somebody that doesn't like coleslaw, but Aubrey got there and was like, oh my gosh, there's coleslaw, and so people were tweeting that, and I was like, it's just, you know, if anything I was going to be able to eat for the, all the stuff Jeff listed, I haven't had pop in two and a half years, but if we were on a reward on Survivor, I think I'd have some, if it was like a Mountain Dew, I think I might have some because it's a reward in Cambodia. But she was stoked about the coleslaw. So are you a pro or anti-coleslaw person, Sherry? And if the stuff I listed, would that have made you excited or eating some chicken? Well, what do you think? Um, I do like coleslaw, but I certainly think I would have been more excited about the chicken than the coleslaw. <laughs> or apple pie or yeah, or wine. Even. I don't even sure. like wine that much, but yeah. Yeah, coleslaw would have been way down there on that list mentioned. Um, I would have probably eaten the pie first before the chicken or coleslaw. <laughs> yeah, I would I would think I'd be up on a chicken leg or chicken breast, get some of that in, because I, I can only eat so much. So I, even there, I'd, even if I was starving, I'd still be like, I'll have some chicken. I would have a little pie and maybe a little corn, and I would have no coleslaw. I'd trade my coleslaw portion to someone else for something else. Um, I'm not sure what, but yeah, coleslaw is on my list of stuff that that'd be my an, that'd be my anti-reward challenge. If if they're like you get to win coleslaw, I would just sit out the challenge like Joe's been doing for the past two episodes. Like I, I'm not I'm not participating in this one. Y'all can y'all can win. But um, during the picnic, it was neat to see Michelle. She is very social, and she was able to reintegrate with these girls you know, and talk about their mutual threats and that should work with them. And, um, and I don't think they're really aware of how close she is with Julia. So it was interesting that she can kind of be a double agent, but she was saying, I feel really integrated with this group. And Aubrey's like, we want to work with you. And, she, you know, Michelle said she wanted to work with them. So I thought it was interesting. And then Sydney and Aubrey had a good conversation back and forth, you know, talking about what they think, who they want to work with. Um, and then Sydney mentioned that we don't want to let Ty get to the final three, so they're going to work with Ty just long enough, cut him out, because they know he's a huge he's a huge threat to win. And uh, so they were marking that, and she was like, well, I think she's... Aubrey was like, well, before we go for Ty, 
we need to look at uh, Jason and Julia, and inevitably, you know, that's what happened at the end of the episode. But they said we should definitely use Michelle. Um, and then they were back at camp, and Julia and Jason are talking about everything that happened. And Julia's like, I need to win immunity. And then Jason's like, yeah, if I'm on the block, um, have to find a way to find a way to squeeze it in if she does win immunity, because he knows that he or she are the marked people, and uh, you know one of them's gonna have to go. And but Jason was really trying to push, you know, we got to get rid of Ty, and he kind of was getting a group together of bringing back himself, Julia, and Michelle, and trying to get with Sydney to. Uh, go for tie, and he said we could have four votes because he pretty much is counting out working with uh, Ty, Aubrey, and Joe, and he thought he could sway him. Um, so we'll see. But I th- Julia had a good good quote about a true fan would see a blind side coming, and I thought that was good foreshadowing for later on with the immunity challenge, with what ended up with what ended up happening. But you know, Jason was good to. Go, you know, say it like right or was it? Aubrey's controlling Joe, and you know Sydney likes blindside. So if anyone's willing to make a move, it'd be Sydney. So you know, just working together and trying to get something, something together. So it's it's interesting these dynamics with only six people in these original alliances. You know, you know Jason and Sydney were really tight. You know, he was trying to take care of her when she was passed out of the challenge. And then she betrayed them, and I think that's pretty strained. But then you get some interesting combination like Joe and Aubrey, who kind of came together in the different... Initially they were strong, but then in swaps they stayed strong, and then at this final merge they're strong. But, yeah, I don't know if Joe made it to the end of the game. Um, You know, Joe's fought hard, he's the oldest guy out there, but do you think Joe would get a single vote if he was in the finals right now? From what we've seen, I honestly don't. I think I think he may be somebody that that they take to the end, though, because he wouldn't get. Yep. He's the he's a huge goat, and for a different reason than like your Jason, who's abrasive, who's made some, you know, big plays. But I think he's just too abrasive. And Scott was the other one, and he's gone. So I think Joe's got the weakest argument of the the people remaining after the vote out last night, and I'm not sure who has the second weakest, but I don't know. I think Ty's on paper got a good shot, but I had a little a few little comments with somebody on Twitter today. They made a comment that said, um, I wonder if when Joe goes to Ponderosa, if they'll have prune juice, vanilla wafers, mashed potatoes, and um, what was the last thing? Oh, so Jello waiting or... for him. Pardon me. Did somebody else say that, or did you say that, or who? Or that was, somebody, that that was on... said by somebody else. Somebody else said that on Twitter, and I said, I said that's mean. I said you'll get old too some one day, God willing. And uh, so they responded back, and they said. I live in Hollywood, um, can't I joke or whatever? And I said, of course you can. I said, and he, and he said, you know, I think Joe would find this, you know, find what I said funny. And I said, of course you can joke. And I said, and Joe probably would find that funny. I said, but I think that Joe deserves to have, you know, deserves a little kudos for hanging in as long as he has out there too, you know. Yep. He's He's been out there quite a long time you know, with these young kids and is still hanging in, you know. So yep. I just kind of hate it when everybody pokes fun at the older guy out there and mm-hmm. is constantly making the jokes. So Yeah. And it's an easy joke to make, and I don't think people should. When you look into no, only two people have played this game over the age of 70. You know, Rudy had his. Rudy was on the original season, and it was dramatically different. I mean, I think the the weather was probably close to as intense, but Cambodia's hotter, and the the show's just a whole different monster now than it is. It's more strategic. It's more 
the challenges are more intense, the gameplay is better, um, and it's, you know, the, the living conditions are probably pretty comparable, but Joe's only nine days away from Rudy, who's a legend, and, right. and he's playing in a harder game. Um, I think Joe's probably, you know, Rudy was a tough guy, but Joe's still in better shape than Rudy was. You know, Rudy was a little, Joe has been all muscle since he got there, and Rudy had a little pudge and then lost that and got real lean. But I, I think Joe's very commendable. I, I, you know, I can't wait to meet Joe, and I hope I make it to 71 years old with what I, you know, what exactly. I've been doing recently. I think that's going to be a lot more likely to occur. But yeah, I have huge props to Joe, and those are just too easy of jokes to make. I'm, you know, I'd like a funnier jokes. You know. Um, Mike, I wanted to let you know that it looks like our guest has arrived. Oh, cool! Yeah. Well, bring him this, so this ladder. Bring him in. up and let yeah. him join in. So we have Zane Knight from Survivor Philippines joining us. Hi, Zane. How are you? <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, sorry, buddy? I haven't sorry, talked to you. In a, well, it's been a minute. I know, man. You don't even sound the same. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming out. And uh, what the hell have you been up to, man? I haven't seen you in, what has it been, three years, two years? I can't God, even remember. Doesn't it suck? And every, every you know, all the Facebook stuff is still the same. All the Instagram stuff is still the same. So okay. I can taste it. I can taste it every day. <laughs> any little picture, any little picture that I post, any little like the Sarge dude, you know, Sarge is doing good or whatever. Yeah. Um, I really like, I really like him. Okay. So I've been, I've been messing with him on Facebook and you know liking his stuff or whatever. And so anytime I do it, they come right back. Zane, Zane, Zane. When you going back? Like I have a choice. You know what I'm saying? When you going oh, back? Yeah. When, like me and Jeff Probst just talk, you know, every other day, and I'm like. You know, I just don't feel like doing it this week. Maybe next season. You Maybe know next saying? week, <laughs> next installment. I'll be like, scenario I like. You know, I'm too, I'm too busy flipping pizzas and uh, getting parking tickets. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that can take a lot of time, man. People love pizza, and I've gotten my fair share of parking tickets. Uh, for damn sure. But uh, are you on the Twitter scene too, man? I, I don't... Yeah, I, I'm, well, I'm on Twitter, but I don't do it as much as, as Facebook, uh, you know, yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I just Twitter got Instagram for... and I'm trying to get more into it. Um, it's not a, it's not my easiest thing for me, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been tweeting like a madman and I've always been a Facebook warrior. So, but Twitter is my new thing recently. So, but I like I like this uh, Instagram thing, man. I'm I'm really starting to get into it now. It's so much easier to, you know, like the kind of the way Twitter is. It's like, instead of sending somebody a friend request and having to wait for them and then. You know, you mm-hmm. just hit the little follow. You just hit the little follow thing. You check out everything. You know. Yeah, and there's some good pictures, and you can use those filters, and everyone can look like a model thanks to Instagram. It's pretty cool. Oh <laughs> yeah, well the filter. You know, the filter's a bitch. <laughs> wow, there's like 28 oh. of them. I'm just like, shit. I just want to post this picture. I don't need 28 <laughs> options. I need to take this beautiful picture of my lot skinnier face and stick it on the social media. That's all I'm trying to do here. But I I would like to <laughs> while I, while I'm on here, I would like to drop a plug if that's okay. Uh, sure, man. Edgar Edgar Jones Jr. Edgar Jones Jr. is this Edgar guy Jr. on Facebook who has been doing these hand drawn pictures of survivors. Okay. And they just turned them into T-shirts, and it is like, I don't think I've ever even seen a Survivor T-shirt before, you know, other than just the logo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. But this is this is like all the main, you know, Boston Rob and uh, Russell Hance and, you know, like all the top names or whatever. And I, I wasn't even mad at him because he added me in because I got so pissed off. He did Johnny Fairplay. Uh. And I was like, if you're going to, I mean, you're going to put him in there, Boston Rob, where am I at? So he took Johnny Fairplay out and redid me and put me in. <laughs> if you're bringing anyone in from Danville, you got to bring in Zane. Hey, not, it's got to be mine, man. You know what I'm saying? Not John Dalton. <laughs> well, uh, if you could send the, some of the pictures to Sherry, we can get them up on the on, on the Facebook page, and I'll share it because I got, I got a lot of friends. And how I might buy a shirt, and I'm down to a 2X, man. I'm, I've lost like almost 200 pounds. I, so I could, man, uh, I could rock out this dude's shirt at the finale and get him some TV play. I'm gonna tell you, man. I am so proud of you. I mean, I don't, I don't see why we haven't already seen your inner, your uh, 
God, your videos. You should already have a video on YouTube right now. Well, I'm because getting it together. Uh, I've got some. I don't. Know, I've got some footage of me at the at the biggest, but I've got a video idea already. Once I get under three, and I'm getting really close to that. So no, no, I'm talking about your contestant video for Survivor. That's because what I'm talking anybody, about too, man. That's if, what's getting if, filmed soon. Yeah, that is what I'm talking about. Because if anybody should be on there, it should be you. I would love it. I hope I wouldn't join your illustrious group with that. I wouldn't want to get first boot land, but I'd love to go. And even if it happened, <laughs> it'd still be great to be out there, man. But uh, And I've been recruited you know, twice, so I'm just got to get in shape, and I'm close. So You know, and I feel like that that should be the biggest thing. Y'all need to put that on Twitter. I'm tired yeah. of hearing the, the first boot jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So probes needs, to give me, probes needs to give me another run. Just so I can get out of the first boot thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, that you needed. You know, it was scary, group. man. It was it was scary. You know, I didn't know nothing about all this shit and what it was gonna be like, and after you get home, and you know what I'm saying. Second chances yeah. are second chances are a bitch anyway. But anybody needs one. It, I don't think it should be Francesca. I'll put that on out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was an I interesting care. thing where they needed a demographic, <laughs> and I she's a hell of a lady. But there, if if Nayanka hadn't quit, uh, Nay would have been on fans' favorites too. I'm yeah, no, certain. I mean, or Sabrina, awesome, or yeah, awesome woman as far as human being. But we're not talking about human beings; we're talking about Survivor. You know what I mean? Oh, and for sure. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I am not a human being by any means. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're a whole other level. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Mike, but, listen, I don't want to cut this short, and I ain't trying to cut you off. I love you, brother, and I am, like I said, I'm so proud of you. I, I cannot believe. I've been trying to stay with you and watch you and, and keep up on your pictures and, and watch you on Facebook, man. Um, well, thanks, and I, really, and I got a collage coming, so you'll you'll see on when, once 200's official, I got a really cool collage that just shows it, and it's crazy, so. I mean, like I said, you don't even sound different. It, 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 you don't even sound the same anymore. You know, like. Oh, I've got a pep in my step, man. I, I I got so much energy. I walk like seven miles a day. So yeah, it's crazy. And I was like, I seen the picture of you with the hood on, where you was outside, and you was like, because it's so hot today, I just lost. And I was like, man, look at this beast right here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I can't wait to get to the tropics and mess around for thirty-nine days. I might get under two hundred pounds. <laughs> Who knows? Dude, Most well, I'm gonna tell you, you got. You got my vote, brother. You know what I mean? You got my vote. Well, um, I appreciate it. I, that's why I, I I, I, if I, I go, I'd like to be in a non-fans favorite scenario because I just want to go against rookies. I don't want to – I love this the alumni base, but I think it would be too much of a threat to people. So well, I, I'd want I'm to really go. excited to hear about this uh, million-dollar winners versus first boots. Oh, yeah. That'd be it's a, good, a rumor. Season, you know, it's a rumor yeah. going on around there. And I – like uh, – I think that it should be million-dollar winners versus first boot with some new mixed in. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it all needs to be million-dollar winners or it all needs to be first boot. You know, you still need a couple of newbies to sling in there for, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So this is what you need to lobby for. You need to lobby for that season. Like super so fans me and like you. Yeah. Exactly. Super fans versus million-dollar winners versus first boot. First, First boot. boot. There you six, go. Six six six. And then be... I'm putting the X. I'm putting the X on your back, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it! I you thought we were gonna make some kind of only, deal here. You're the only. You're the only one that I'm gonna have beef with. Lion. I'm gonna be like, I know Big Mike. We stayed in the same hotel room together. That's the end of it. I'm going after you, buddy. You know what I'm saying? All right, dude. It's it's on like Donkey Kong. So. <laughs> well, look, what? Big Mike. I love you, man. I gotta go. All right, dude. Thank you. Listen, uh, hey, you tell me where I can see that guy's artwork. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tag you. I'm going to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I tried to find Edgar Jones Jr., and there's about a bazillion of them on Facebook, so you've got to send me a link to him so I can promote him, okay? Okay. Well, he drew, like I said, he drew my pictures, and he did uh, Boston Robs, and he did Coach, and anyway, Jeff Probst. It was a couple other, like, big name survivors that he did the hand artwork to. So anyway, yeah, just call me, me send me a link, send me a link when we can do another uh, radio show or whatever, because I love being on with y'all guys, you know what I mean? For All right, sure. we'll do it. All right, well, I love y'all, appreciate you. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you, Zane. Right, uh.
Wow. Energy. High energy, and I think we finally uh, we got by uh, Varner's record has been broken for shortest uh, shortest time on the show. But yeah, it was good to have a uh, that counts in the guest list for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, okay, I guess I got a target, and I got more support. Didn't even get to ask him who he liked on Survivor Korong. <laughs> yeah, well, we know he liked Jason. We got we got that bit out, but uh, yeah. Wow. Um. Sorry, I was just looking at my friend's uh um, my friend that had that issue with her uh. She just got a, a, a yeah. She just got a donation. That's not a crazy donation for me. So I don't know what the heck's going on. I need to talk to her. But she was she's in second by uh, eleven dollars. So that's pretty freaking sweet. So it's wow. Crazy. So I gotta find out so what's going on. But uh, anywho, we got a we got a show to wrap. We got. We're shorter this evening again, right? Are we going the full time, or you, we've got a we're cutting it out? We're gonna do a one-hour show. Yeah. Yeah. We got about but, 15 uh, minutes. There's, uh, we've got there's there's definitely 14 more minutes of show to talk about for sure. Um, let's see. We go to the immunity challenge, and this one was a tough one. Um, lot to memorize, and I even made a tweet about it. They were doing animals and symbols, and. Uh, was crazy because there was I, I I forget I think there were let me count there were yeah there were ten they had to memorize and they're going back and forth they have to swim out get these clues and uh, it was just insane and Jason came back but was wrong and Julia was close um, but it was so intense Joe had to sit out and uh, but Michelle. She gets it unlocked and gets the letters, and she whipped out and got the blindsided as a clue. And, uh, you know, Jason knew without getting that idol, he was probably in trouble. And he said he swung for the plate and hit nothing. And uh, it's either going to be Ty or him. And, uh, and then I think the quote of the episode was, um, um, Probst asked Michelle how many of the numbers did she know when she went out and she did said she all of them she yep. said all of Every them and I was just like them. holy crap That I can't believe she memorized both and they were tricky and there weren't any it wasn't even like a clock where you it could was, go like one, two, three, four, whatever there was no particular rhyme or reason to them how she could memorize yeah. all those, I have no clue. That is one good memory. Yeah, she totally nailed that. I was just so, so happy. Because uh, I wanted it interesting. I didn't want Jason there. I wanted Jason and Julie to go because I'm just tired of tired of them. <laughs> so they get back and, you know, Michelle's all, my family's going to be so excited because Michelle's one of those ones that's been a fan forever um and aubrey's identifying that jason's a ticking time bomb and she didn't like it but she had to she knows she has to take jason to the end to get a better shot to win so they have to go for julia and you know this is going to be hard because they got to talk to michelle about it and they're really really close and uh yeah so they talk to her and they get they get it going that they're all going to vote for Julia. And then Michelle's still on the fence, and she's trying to get you know Jason back. Um, so it was just crazy. I, you know, and, uh, you know, Ty's on board. And Ty, I, I was saying that other quote was one of the best of the, of the, uh, of the episode. But when Ty said, you got to dot your T, um, you got to dot your T and cross your I. And I was like, 
Ty, you have three letters <laughs> in your name, buddy. Uh, you have a T, an A, and an I. And uh, <laughs> you've got him in your name. You write your name. And I love the dude. And I know there's a language issue, so I would never... I'd kid around with Ty. I'd kid around with Joe about an age. I'd kid around with somebody if they were fat, because I am fat still, even though I've lost a lot. Just kind of jabbing, not like attacking. But I was just like, it is so funny because it's it's in his name. It is his name. <laughs> it's just I I I can't believe it. Um, yeah, that was pretty I, funny. I, I thought that was funny. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to meet Ty and give this guy a hug and get in a picture with Ty and talk to him. He's gonna be a barrel laughs. He's selling that warthog shirt or whatever he has. Um. So yeah, I. I think it's totally cool, and uh, it was just. Or oh, tribal. <laughs> they go to tribal. Probst was, Probst was really trying to. Um, Rev it up as he normally does. Yeah, he knows how to he knows how to stoke the fires. Um, and he's asking. Let me make sure where we. I'm trying to. I usually mark when it goes to tribal because I think it was right after this. Um, and she Michelle's like, there's a lot riding on tonight, and she doesn't want to break any of her bonds, but she's really worried about breaking with Julia. Um. So they're just going back and forth, and then the idol advantage, and about the relationships. Um, and Ty says he's flipping like a flapjack, <laughs> which was funny. Um, you know, Jason was talking about he and was close, and now Joe and Aubrey are even closer, and now he flipped back on them. Oh, no, Aubrey's talking about the relationship. Ty didn't say that. Um, I think it was Jason that said that. And Michelle's just thinking ahead about what the best move is. They get there. Yeah, you know, Probst was was working them up. Um, and I thought one of the interesting things is Ty got behind Aubrey and whispered in her ear and freaked her out. And he's like, should I play my idol? And she's like, I think you're fine, but tr- you know, trust your gut. And then Ty did not play as idol, and that that really surprised me because he can use it up until the final five, I think through the final five, and that was just final seven. So he can use the idol and then use the advantage the next time, and he, he'd be safe. Um, yep. And Julia, they only showed it as four to two, but uh, she got – I checked the thing, and she got five votes, so Julia and Jason voted for Ty – and uh, everyone else voted for Julia. So should be should be pretty interesting. And on the next time on Survivor, you know, Jason still is down and out. But the biggest thing they showed is um, the majority uh, is about to crumble, and it's going to be curious who gets these immunities, these dynamics between people. Um, you know, without without Julia there, does Michelle is she now with Sydney? Aubrey and Joe seem pretty close. Um, and ties with them. And where's Jason? And what's going to happen? And who's going to be a threat? Because I think they're going to see Sydney's a threat. Aubrey's a threat. Um, yeah, I think there lot. may be some cracks, and and I think these these final few are going to split into two groups. Yep. So oh, what, what, what do you think they're going to break into out. if they do that? What do you think? I don't, how I'm think not sure how. I don't know exactly how it's going to split, but I, I do think that they're going to split into two groups because everybody's going to feel like I'm at the bottom and they're going to split into two groups to try to bring themselves higher into the pecking order. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I I think it could, I think there's a lot of ways it 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 could go, but um Yeah, I think Ty's going to be Ty's got to be in the mix of somebody they're going to want to at least throw votes on cuz they got to flush that idol. If they don't even at least force the flush, 
um, he can just write it to the final five and then not be a factor. Um, so they got to do that, and, and they don't know what his advantage is, so that they're totally at a disadvantage. Right, and I think Jason is going to, you know, have some something to do with that because he's going to tell them any and everything he can to get them to be fearful and mm-hmm. to see things in the way that he wants them to see things so that he can get a few to flip over onto his side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he'll say, look, you're on the bottom. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. We've got to get tired. We've got to, you know, whatever he can do and say to get a few of them to flip and work with him. Yep. So we'll see how it shakes out for him. But I, I do think they will split into two groups. I really do. Yeah. I think I think Aubrey's going to write it out with Joe. If there's a final two, I I think she knows that he's a good shot. He, her, him, or Jason. And if Joe's there, I'm just trying to think from the jury. Who does he get Debbie's vote? Maybe, but even he helped vote her out. So I I think right. there's. I don't know. I think she's just. I don't know. I think Aubrey's and that's got a smart, a smart move. path. And Michelle, people are talking about Michelle online. You know, her story's getting better and better. She's persevered. She's bounced around. And who's Michelle's enemies, really? She had to go against Julia, but she can say that it was a good game move and I didn't want to do it. You know, she's been loyal to other people. So, I don't know. She's got a good story. I think the hardest road would be Joe or Jason. You know, Jason's abrasiveness and Joe's, you know, minimal gaming. But... yeah. Well, we're down to two and a half minutes. Let's talk quickly about your friend's charity because um, we only have just two minutes left. So, well, shockingly, and I've been uh, I've been messaging her, just letting her know because she's been offline. What had happened was my sister had been gracious, and she is a pet value manager in Dayton, Ohio, at a store, and they had had a fundraiser where you could make uh, cat toys, dog toys, bird feeders. And they have a they have a dog wash there, and if you got your dog washed and paid in cash, which is only ten bucks, it's great. They've got the soap, water, and these great sinks right in the front of the store. If you paid in cash, you got a free dog wash, and all the, the that money was going to my friend Laura's charity, um, which was totally cool. So what they had done is I went over there and helped on Sunday, and they had accumulated four hundred and sixty dollars total. Um, into this into the jug and when i was there we because she didn't want to give it all she wanted to make sure the store benefited a little bit so the store i bought you know with that money that was raised by other people two hundred dollars worth of stuff to send to the shelter and the remaining money stayed there and they were making even more money they had made over you know 40 more dollars the couple days after well some dirt bag went in there and stole the donation jar totally from her uh, from the store when she wasn't at the store. You know, she's the manager, but she's not there all the time. It had been up by the register. It had been pretty safe. Well, someone took over $300, and there's no cameras, and the district manager pretty much didn't even have her reported to the police because there's not much they could they could really do at that point. So what happened? But, but So people today, my sister started a GoFundMe because she felt so guilty trying to recoup those $300, and people have been donating uh, the past day and a half and either directly to Laura's thing and order the GoFundMe because she has been she's never gotten above third. Well, this evening the donations have been crazy and she was down over, you know, three hundred dollars and what's going on right now is she just got an anonymous donation. So it's pretty neck and neck right now it's only an 11 11 difference and i have a plan to help counterbalance everything that i'm not going to say on the radio but it was dire straits and it's looking pretty interesting now so we'll see what happens but she has what happens with her employer is they're going to match what she gave and her co-workers gave so she has that ace in the hole and then i'm the ultimate ace in the hole and i have a plan too so Outwit, outplay, 
and Outlast. So with your generation, you your generous donation, Sherry, and a bunch of other people, um, hopefully Wright will be in this world and this cool girl will come out on top and prevail and be the sole donator. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but I appreciate wow. your support, and so does she. I'll pass it on from you. That she's extremely happy. So I'm glad that things are going well for her, and I'm just so sorry that there's people out there like that in the world that took that away from her. And give her my best, and I hope that she wins. And despite what's happened to her. Um, she'll see that there is good in the world and hopefully even despite what's happened um, she'll win the contest and that's at the end of the day dogs and dogs the dog shelter is getting help there's a lot of these people that are raising money so it's all it's all good whatever the result is it's all for the little four-footers and that's what counts Um, the puppies win in the long run so (laughs) That's that's a good thing. So yep. we're going to wrap this one up for tonight. I want to thank Zane for popping in real quick and saying hi. And, Mike, thank you so much for doing everything you do for us here at the Rad Reality Show Network and being here each and every week with great guests and recapping Survivor Karang every Thursday night. You do such a great job. And just love the way you... You recap it and catch every little detail. You do such a wonderful recap. And can't wait till you get to go out to the finale and meet more of the alumni and get to meet Ty and all the... In June? Are we still going to meet in June? Is that going to happen? Are you able to still come to the diabetes thing? Or are you thinking about it? I believe so. I believe so. I'm looking forward to it. That'll be totally cool. We should do a show from that. Just uh, maybe a special broadcast, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, that would be awesome. We can can do that. We could do a show from Tasha's Charity up there with all those reality stars up there. Who knows who we might have on air? (laughs) Who knows? Anything could happen. That's right. So... We'll have to plan that one out. But for tonight, we're going to wrap this one up. I need to get going. And so we look forward to having Manic Monday. This Monday, we're going to have James Swift from Utopia. He just wrote a book and has many awards on it. Also, Stacy Juba, who wrote um, a few books herself. One is about reality TV. And uh, we're going to have her, both of those guests on and then um, that will be on the Manic Monday show at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. I don't know who Louie will have on the Amazing Race Second Pistep show on Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. We just had Sherry uh, from Sherry and Cole. That was a fun show. So if you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to that podcast. That was a fun one. Um that was uh, this past Sunday night. So we have Sunday night with uh, Luis Gervato, the Amazing Race Second Pit Step Show. Monday with Michelle Costa and uh, the Manic Monday Show. And then back here again on Thursday with the Survivor Recap Show with Mike Albright, Mike on the Mic. All shows are at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Make sure you're here each Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. We're going to wrap this one up tonight. Founder Ron, as we always do. Thank you guys for being here with us. And we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take care, guys. God bless. Here's Ron to take a stop. Good night, all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in.
God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with Mike on the mic. Say good night, Mike. Good night, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> good night, all. Good night, Mike. Night. Good night.